Hi, this is John Doe. I'm back again, guys, for another commentary. So the year is 1973. Today I'm checking out The Exorcist, directed by William Friedkin. Uh, just to note, guys, I'm checking out the director's cut. So just to give you an idea, the runtime is 2 hours, 12 minutes and 21 seconds. So that's the version I'm watching. So if you are interested in listening to my commentary, that's the version you'll need to be watching as well. So please set the film timestamp to zero, film on pause, also put in your subtitles as well. And I'll give you a countdown in five. Oh look, he's he's a bit tilted. He's like, oh shit, fucking Reagan, isn't it? He's like, I mean, she, she attempts to hit me with those fucking mushy peas. He's, he's getting ready to dive out of the way, see? Prepared. She's going to splatter him. I'm calling it. Right. So in five. So in five, four, three, two, one. Hit play. It's a slightly different opening to this version. Is the film even playing? Oh, it is playing. Fuck me, man. It's taking a while to fade in. It's like, has that even fucking worked? So yeah, different opening compared to the theatrical cut. So we've got the house, lights going out. Very nice. One of the key elements within this uh, movie, the home. Home's about to be corrupted, isn't it? By evil. So juxtaposing the home with the church are two things that are going to come under attack in this movie. Yeah, I do... And then we get the credits. I do prefer this opening. Ugh, the music's fantastic. Red on black as well. William Peter Black. It's just a sinking paraphrasis. The Exorcist just appeared on screen. So I think we're about to jump to the Iraq sequence. Kind of like a prologue, isn't it? I like it because it's like... Obviously, like, incredibly light. And they're, like, two of the elements within the film. This, again, freaking... He juxtaposes many things, doesn't he? Good versus evil, light versus dark. So, sunrise, sunset, don't really matter. It's just a great image I'm looking at. So, on screen here, it's very like Lawrence of Arabia, isn't it? It's the old heat haze in the desert. I like that structure in the distance. So, it's like a excavational digging it's digging hour isn't it they're looking for shit statues artifacts very cool so northern iraq so i've made some notes throughout so just referring back to that opening sequence yeah so as i said yeah the opening two shots um basically freaking just setting up the house and the church and as I said, the two things that will come under attack from the uh, demon. So, yeah. Uh, you'd have to say it's an improvement compared to the theatrical cut. And as I also mentioned, yeah, freaking juxtaposes dark and light throughout The Exorcist. Hey... So character introductions, we have Max von Sydow playing the character of Father Merrin. Very, very memorable. Old Max is in heavy makeup here. 
prosthetics, makeups, a combination of many things. They've obviously aged him because technically he's not the same age as Father Merrin. But I think the makeup works beautifully. You believe it, you know? And old Max, he was um, just an outstanding actor, isn't he? You know, you know, almost iconic, isn't he? Think of like the Seventh Seal. Does some remarkable movies. Gives the film a lot of weight as well. Ah, so is this the... Uh, he's picked up the medal. I think this is a key element throughout the movie. Is that the medal? Oh, he's about to find the uh, miniature. Oh, shit. Get out of there, Max. Get out of there, Merrin. No, mate. You don't want to be looking in this hole. It was buried for a reason, son. Get out. Get out while she can. Oh, shit. Nice little... Little sound cue. A little, like, breeze. Just feel like the music's coming into play. Oh, shit. He's clocked it already. It's the fucking demon. It's the demon's fucking head. So these two have got a bit of a history. Lovely cut. Uh, probably a good idea to uh, bring this up as well. Saucy freaking grounds the film. He grounds it in realism. So it's too simple just to call it a horror movie. Yeah, I think that's its great strength. It's just like... It's obviously got the elaborate supernatural moments. But again, it's all... Again, the filmmakers are attempting to ground it in realism. So I think it works quite well. So they're all looking on. Guy certainly looks a little bit worn down. It must be super hot over there, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be outside when the uh, sun's at its like anvil. Super, super intense. So there's definitely something on his mind here. Hello, sir. Would you like um, some whiskey? Uh, no. Okay. Something else? Water, mate. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, for a guy who's in... A lot of makeup. He ain't half doing a good job right now. He's selling it with the eyes. It's all in the ice. They're the thing that sort of jumps out when you look at Merrin. It's his eyes. Just a sense of history. Well, so they're hammering away. So freaking. So we've got a blind guy here. He's doing a hell of a lot with the sound right now. Just kind of feel like. Just putting the audience, oh yeah, it's these sound shifts. So again, I can bring this up. This is a key element throughout. So it's like incredible cuts between like super intense sounds to like complete silence. It's a recurring theme. I'll point it out when it occurs. But um, yeah, the film's just beautifully put together, I've got to say. So he's looking at this medal. And he's got the miniature, the figurine, the head. Evil against evil. It's a sign, father. I like the clock in the background. Oh, a clock's just fucking stopped. How random. Oh, shit. So a lot of this, like, symbolism's going to come into play later. Uh, especially when you think of the... Uh, father Karras' dream 
sequence. Yeah, a lot of this imagery recurs. Kind of clever because it sort of links Merrin and Karis and it sort of aligns them or puts them on a pathway towards facing the uh, demon. As I said, it's just masterful filmmaking. They really don't make them like this nowadays. This is one of those like horror movies, or should I call it a horror movie? It's docu-fucking-realism, isn't it? <laughs> Anatomy the Exorcist is a horror movie. A realistic horror movie, so to speak. You can call it realistic. Um, yeah, they really don't make movies of these of this kind of nature anymore. I think it's the fact that the film just breathes. It lets the audience breathe. You can sort of digest moments, shots, performances. Uh, movies nowadays, are, for me, they're way too like hyperactive. Yeah, you you basically ain't got time to like digest anything. It's just like a barrage of like images and sounds that really have no like meaning or subtext. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of like 1970s horror. I've got to say, Suspiria, Halloween, The Omen, Exorcist, Don't Look Now. I mean, just reeling them off, and I cult fucking classics, baby. Ah, so we're gonna get the woman in the carriage. Oh, so they're all looking on. It's yeah, kind of like... It's, uh, it's just odd. Odd right now, I've got to say. So again, sound shift. Look. Yeah, super intense sound. Just coming into play. So apparently that woman in the carriage is around about 100 years of age. Cast for real. Kind of creepy. Yeah, you definitely feel like we're building towards something here. It's sold just brilliantly in the sound, I've got to say. Here we go. So armed guards. They obviously know who he is. He's got permanence, right? I guess to be there. Oh, shit. It's an ancient burial... No, it's not an ancient burial ground. It's an ancient... Space. Look. Oh, symbolism. In the walls. Structures. Pulling out wide. Great shot. Oh, shit, son. Father Marin. Where are you heading to, mate? Oh, shadow. Oh, it's a statue. Oh, it's the demon. Sun's behind it. Look at the musical cue here. Super, super creepy. Oh, shit. Yeah, symbolism's at play here. Look at this. Oh, it's your ancient foe, Merrin. Oh, some guy's looking on. Oh, you got the dogs of war, the hounds of hell. Symbolism. Demons like, oh, yes. I remember you, mate. Collision course. Meet, meet me in fucking Georgetown, you prick. Look at this shot, yeah. Versus. You just want to put verses in the middle. <laughs> so cut into a... Uh, Sun. Yeah, very nice. And then transitioning over to uh, Georgetown. Yeah, wonderful. I love this exterior shot of Georgetown. The camera just sort of slowly zooming into the house. Another key element within the uh, movie. It's the house and the church, isn't it? Two elements that are going to come under attack from the devil demon. 
I don't think it's like the actual devil. It's a demon. It's not the devil. I think there are many... There's probably many... Potentially many devils and demons. But it's not technically. It's not Satan. It's one of his, like, fucking minions, I guess. <laughs> so, character introductions. We have Ellen Burston as Chris McNeil. Beautifully cast. So, she's a high-flying actress... So she made quite a lot of money. Home's immaculate. Yeah, she's got like maids, servants, assistants. They all sort of, I think they all live downstairs, if I recall. So something's rummaging in the attic. So it's already begun. Yeah, it's hard to tell how long it's. So obviously, Reagan's bedroom. Very nice. And the window's open. Hmm. I wonder if this was the moment the demon entered. It's hard to say. So Linda Blair. Linda Blair is Reagan McNeil. Very cool. Yeah, I've got to say this. Uh, Reagan's bedroom is very, very memorable. Man, that shit that goes down here is unreal. So it's obviously a set because... Yeah, they have to they manipulate it in so many different ways there. Yeah, it's definitely a set. Certainly a set here and potentially other areas of the house could technically be real. So Chris McNeil or a nanny servant. So that's Carl. Rats. Hey Chris, you got enough uh people waiting upon you, love. So, as it stands, she's assuming it's rats. I guess that's plausible, isn't it? You're not going to think it's anything else. Hey, Carl, we got a fucking demon in the attic. Deal with it, mate. So, exterior, Georgetown. Yeah, I do enjoy Georgetown, i got to say. So, we've got a film set here. Yeah, so this is old Burke Dennings. So, played by... Jack McGowan. Very cool. And that's Blatty there. Little cameo from old Blatty. Screenwriter. So Burke Dennings queuing in Chris McNeil. This is nice. It's sort of like film within a film moment. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's really cool because you're getting... So there's Father Karras looking on. So Father Karras played by Jason Miller. Yeah, I like this film within a film. It's just kind of cool because you see all the lights of the camera and technically the set. And then you obviously imagine, obviously freaking sort of behind the camera right now. Yeah, it's a film within a film moment. I kind of like it. I'll stop touching up my face. Yeah, I do enjoy Ellen Burstyn in this role, i got to say. I think she's very forceful, commanding, but also... She sells like a torment and heartache. Well, just a caring mother who gets starts getting desperate, you know, with the entire situation. Yeah, I think she's very, very believable. Beautiful camera shot here. I love these like slow, like sort of zoom tr- tracking in shots. They're very. It seems to just be like a thing in the seventies where they use like zooms. Yeah, so cool, man. So tracking Karis. Jason Miller looks wonderful as a priest. 
You always think he is a priest. He's just got that look, man. The blackish hair and the black attire. Yeah, it works a treat. Sir Chris McNeil. God, don't she look wonderful here, man. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, look at her look here, man. This is fabulous, man. Yeah, I'd happily go on a dinner date with Ellen Burstyn. 1973, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, sign me up, love. Let's go out for dinner. So she's going to walk home. Um, we get the iconic music. Tubular Bells by old Mike Oldfield. Yeah, very iconic. Love the falling leaves. What are we to assume? Is this autumn? I guess, maybe. Yeah, this is wonderful, man. So kids passing Chris. It's nice. We get a little bit, what you call it, symbolism here. We get the shot of the two nuns. As she looks to the uh, left. I kind of like that shot. Yeah. Just sort of reminding us again in the church. So this. Yeah, she just got a faint, faint snipping to what Karis was saying there. I'm not entirely sure. He's sort of having a tete-tete with that guy. So this is another one of Chris's servants. This is her um, assistant, I think. She's obviously incredibly busy. She's like doing really well as an actress. So technically, yeah, she has to hire all of these people. Not to do her dirty work, but maybe just to keep the house in order. Don't she look after Reagan as well? Linda Blair. Not entirely sure her exact age here. I don't know, 12, 13, if I was just to guess. At the top of my head, I could be wrong. So as it stands right now, it's very much just like domestic life. I like the movie because it's a bit of a slow build. Yeah, freaking takes it. And we think I've also I've read the um or I've listened to the audio book. Yeah, I like the movie. I think it's a good um adaptation. I've got to say, I think it's one of the better adaptations from like book to film. Yeah, um Yeah, so for me the movie and the book in similar fashion, those two things they do take their time, you know. But it's very subtle. They're little like hints of the demon becoming more and more apparent so i think we're going to jump to karis here it's a subway yeah this is another memorable moment there's something the demon brings up later yeah karis's little interaction with this uh what is he i don't know a, a beggar street bum hobo who's to fucking say yeah this is cool okay i love the use of sound Yeah, can you help out out to buy? Yeah, look at the sound. Look at that. Yeah, very, very good. Sharp cuts again. Loud to silence. You see it constantly throughout this movie. It's really, really good. So look at this area of Georgetown. Don't have to look run down, man. Look at these trash cans. It's poverty stricken, baby. Got kids jumping on fucking cars. This is definitely the rough part of the neighbourhood. 
God, they ain't paying you much, are they, Karis? You've got to live here. I think this is where his mum lives too, if I recall. Yeah, he's going to see her. We'll see you all tomorrow, ain't you soon? You mean. Yeah, it's another important element in the movie. The mother figure. Just checking character names. So, Ellen Burstyn, Chris McNeil, Max von Isido, Father Merrin. I'll see, I'll see Lee J. Cobb coming in later as Lieutenant Kinderman. Kitty Wynn as Sharon. Jack McGowan, Burke Dennings, Jason Miller, Father Karras, and Linda Blair, Regan McNeil, baby. So, interior spaces, photographs, nice. Karras, Mama, she's still alive. Let's hope so. Oh, Mama. She's chilling in the lounge. Sat on the couch. She's getting on in life. Very old. Oh, Dimmy. Is it Dimmy? Dimmy. She calls him Dimmy. Damien. Damien Karras. Father Karras. So, as you can see, he's incredibly close to his mother. You look at this sequence, though, you think, ah, oh, she needs to be in a, like an old people's home. She can barely fend for himself. He's obviously got to go out every day. I mean, he's technically got two roles. He's one a priest, and he's also like a psychiatrist. So, and he's also got a ten for his mother. So, it's pretty full on, you've got to say, for old Father Karras. Obviously, he doesn't have much time to himself, but just got to deal with it, I guess. So did the mother take a tumble? Fuck me, man. Yeah, it's not good. This is not good. She's pretty stubborn, though. She put me in a home. She's not having it. Look at her. I mean, what do you do? You don't... You can't... you got a son and a mother. You can't go against your mother. The mother's like, no. I'm not going to go out that way. I'll just stay at home. You come round. I'll be fine. I mean, he kind of knows, but he's like, well, Ma said so. So we just let it play out, you know? Dimmy. Oh, typical mother. She knows that something's on his mind. Yeah, we're going to get to it in a minute uh, regarding Karis. Um, I wouldn't say he's lost his faith, but he's... Yeah, starting to question a, a few things, you know. Just a very, very believable character, I've got to say. And it's beautifully portrayed by Jason Miller. I think he's outstanding. I really do. Because I remember the first time I ever saw this, I thought they actually cast like a real priest to play this role. So, like, oh, she, he's, no, he's a fucking actor. You're like, unfucking real. So this is the basement dwelling. Very nice. Oh, nice. They've got a little, like, um, back and forth table. What's the game? What's this game card? Oh, Ouija board. That's what I'm talking about. So the Ouija board was in the closet. How unfortunate. And Reagan thought she'd crack it out. Start playing with it. 
Yeah, it's a suggestive board game, isn't it? The old Ouija board. Oh, just moved by itself. Where's fucking Captain Aldi, love, Mum? Captain Aldi, you'll meet him soon. He's going to make my head spin round and I'll be shooting out mushy peas from my mouth. It's going to be an absolute spectacle, Ma. Do you want to join in? Fucking hell, man. No, she's an ugly bitch. She's a slut. I hate her. I'm going to carve her up like a Sunday fucking roast. <laughs> so Chris McNeil's going to be like, that's pretty harmless. Maybe I'll just keep an eye on the Ouija board. I've all the best of scenarios. My younger daughter playing with this fucking board game. Oh yeah, touching her eyes. Yeah, that's the calm before the storm. As I said, Freakin handles all of these opening moments really well. Um, establishes the strong bond between mother and daughter, which you need to do before the shit hits the fan. Sightseeing. Great. Reagan's like, now I'm going to be busy tomorrow night, mother. I'm going to be spinning in my fucking bed, baby. Oh, so daughter's starting to pick on upon the fact that maybe Chris has got a thing for Dennings. Or to say, you'd assume he's probably come round a couple of times. But again, she's making a movie, so she's got her interact with Dennings. He's the director, so probably seen each other quite a lot. So there's this whole element that um, I don't know if Chris is recently divorced, but the obviously Reagan's father is sort of nowhere to be seen. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, it's an argument to say that's potentially why a lot of this shit... I don't know. Is this a reason why Reagan's maybe an easy target? It's the absence of the father figure. It's hard to say, in it? But, I mean, she's incredibly close to her mother, but you just kind of feel like a door's open in regards to the demon getting to Reagan a little bit easier say if there was a father figure around so to speak so we're with Karis we're in some bar area he's having a beer obviously had a tough day so this guy to the right's an actual priest cast for real very cool yeah so he's got this on his mind about his mother Goes out every day and she's just sat in this house by herself. It's not good. It's not right. He's asking for reassignment, see? Questioning his faith. Does he no longer believe?
So he's technically almost doing two roles at once, isn't he? A sea priest and a psychiatrist. Yeah, psychological onslaught, I gotta say, man. Youngish guy as well. It's certainly in comparison to, like, Merrin. Yeah, Karras is a lot younger, so it's a lot to have on your plate at such a young age, I gotta say. It's a nice pull back here. So who's Chris? Is Chris trying to reach a estranged husband? I can't tell. I love the assistants just like clearing up after. Oh, is Reagan listening on? Yeah, so she'll be clocking this. She knows what's going on. Oh, you got to imagine the demons looking on at this. Yeah, I'm going to use all of this nonsense, baby. So the bedroom... Pictures on the desk, I can't quite tell. Oh shit, is this fucking picture of Reagan? I don't know if this is the reveal here. So Chris is getting her early morning phone call. She's got an early start on set. Yeah, this picture of Reagan, if it's here, it's fucking hideous. Yeah, look at this man. Oh yeah, ma, nice ominous picture of your fucking daughter Reagan's looking at her go I am a fucking demon <laughs> yeah, it's pretty creepy oh shit she's in bed with her fuck me restless night love oh she can't sleep oh she's Captain Audi he's shaking the fucking bed oh rats in the attic yeah, so Chris McNeil's about to check this out for herself. This is a nice moment. This is very, very much a, like a horror moment, i got to say. Not haunted house on the hill, but the thing in the attic. I love the lighting, man. It's wonderful, i got to say. It's kind of realistic. It's not too stylized. It feels kind of like naturalistic, but obviously it is lit like a movie. Yeah, I do think this is all like Freakin's um, sort of documentary. Oh, Reagan's looking on. That's pretty creepy, I've got to say. Yeah, all I like Freakin. I mean, technically started out doing documentaries. So I do think a lot of that kind of, those sensibilities filter over into the Exorcist. Obviously, he did the French connection as well, which is kind of like hyper-realistic. Um, so I kind of like it. I think for a movie of this nature, yeah, I just think Freakin was a perfect choice in regards to, like, hemming this vehicle, I guess. So, it's a pretty creepy-looking attic, man. Uh, technically a storage area. Got, like, a mannequin in the background. The head's missing. It's all in the candlelight, man. Gonna get a bit of a scarier. Oh, rats. There are no rats, love. Oh, what is that? Can't quite work out. Nice still moment. It's almost like soundless, i got to say. Oh, shit. Yeah, all in the candlelight. 
and Chris McNeil, Ellen, Burston, selling it, baby. Wow. So how did that candle... Candle sort of flamed up there. That's a bit fucking odd. It's a candle slash flamethrower. What is it? <laughs> no rats. Carl's like, it's no rats, love. It's a, it's a demon. I've got it under control, I think. So is this the priesthood? Not campus, but their grounds, I guess. So we're tracking this priest here. Oh, is this the uh, desecrated statue moment? Yeah, this is fucking hideous, i got to say. We get a lot more of this, I think, in the third part, Exorcist Legion. I do enjoy this moment, i got to say. It's a beautiful-looking interior church. Just tracking this priest character. And he's about to look over. Yeah, I think it's like the Mother Mary's being sort of, like, desecrated. So he's just about to clock it. Yeah, look at this, man. Fuck me. Yeah, so shit like that. I mean... Yeah, who the fuck goes to that extent to, I don't know, desecrate it in that nature? I hate fucking needles. Ah, so Reagan. She's just getting a... What's she... Is it just a blood sample? What is it? So she's having checks. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you see it? The fucking face. Do you know what I'll have to do, guys? If I can... um, What I'll do beforehand, I'll... I'll listen back to that commentary and I'll try and drop in that uh, subliminal still shot of the demon's face. It's very, very creepy, I've got to say. Yeah, they drop it in a couple of times throughout. There's one moment when they drop it in the kitchen. I think it's when Chris McNeil's sort of about to switch the lights on. I don't think it works that well within that moment. Um... And then I'm trying to recall. I think it crops up again in Karis's uh, dream about his mother. And a couple of moments later on when they're in not early stages of the exorcism, we I see the face again. So what's Reagan doing? She's a bit lightheaded. So this is kind of interesting. So Chris is getting her checked out here. Disorder of the nerves. Sorry, I don't So basically, I do enjoy the progression throughout. So technically, right now, she's just gone to see like the local GP. So this is kind of cool. All very believable. Ah, uh, so he's prescribing. Stimulant. She's getting high as a fucking kite using the Ouija board, Doc. It's like, Ouija board? You never fucking mentioned a Ouija board. Uh, 
Yeah, Chris McNeil's. You can already see it. A little bit on edge here. Depression. She doesn't seem depressed. Ah, yeah. So the whole angle of the absent father. Could that be a trigger? Hence why she's dabbling with the uh, Ouija board, you know? I don't know if she's seeking, like, companionship. I mean, it's technically sort of like creating, like, an imaginary friend, isn't it? She's spending a lot of time by herself. Swear. Obscenities. She called me a fucking cocksucker. I won't hold it against her. kind of cool how he's just letting on and we've yet to hear any of it yeah nice he's not going to repeat it she dropped a C-bomb F-bomb oh yeah <laughs> I guess that's a natural reaction. She's sort of laughing. Not a psychiatrist just yet. Just see if the medication works to start with. Yeah, totally believable. Initially, you just like monitor her movement. And if symptoms worsen, then... You can start doing like further tests, wheeling the psychiatrist. So back with Karis. Oh shit, it's a mother. Mother's had a turn. Bring her here. Looks like it's the fucking mental wing, mate. Yeah, look at this place, man. Again, though, Karis ain't got the money to put his mother anywhere else. So it's like the. I don't know. Just the nearest space, a free bed. In the fucking mental ward. How fucking wonderful. What a beautiful send off for your fucking mother, Karis. Yeah, look at these women, man. They're all on the brink. They've all lost their mind. Jesus, man. Is this really what his mother's become? Karis is going to turn to this guy. Look, stop fucking talking. Leave. Thanks. For your help. It's like something out of fucking One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Look at this interior, man. Oh, they've all clocked him. They all know he's a priest. Help me, father. Help. Grabbing him. Car. Not a good space for a fucking prick. Let him get to his mother. Fuck's sake, man. Karis is like, you're all done for. Leave me alone. Right, mother. Where are you too? She's in the corner. She's bedridden. She's had, she's had another fall, I think. Uh, she's barely fucking talk. Oh, shit. Oh, now you're going to make him feel guilt-ridden, Ma, you bitch. Oh, look, she's turning away from him. 
Yeah, it's just potentially something that can uh, break Karras, i got to say. I like how the music, creepy-ass music is kicking in. Oh, he's got to box it out, baby. Yeah, Karras is pissed, man. It's just like life's coming at him from all angles. Oh, it's the little gathering at the uh, McNeil household. Yeah, look at this swanky-ass party. No expense spared. Yeah, it's Chris McNeil and all of her um, high-flying friends, in it? Uh, she's obviously a respected, renowned actress, says old Burke Dennings, the annoying fucking director. Did they kind of model him on old Polanski a little bit? I don't know. I just think of Roman Polanski whenever I see Burke Dennings. Obviously, Polanski's a lot better looking than Burke Dennings, but a little bit similar, I guess. Cocky, out of control. Oh, yeah. Thinks this guy's a fucking Nazi. How fucking rude, man. Dennings going after Carl. So again, old Ellen Burstyn looks wonderful here, I've got to say. Ah, so it's the guy... Ah, yeah. Yeah, Karras is... Uh, priest friend, I guess. So I see Chris McNeil has clocked Karras. She's sort of seen him out and about. As Dennings continues to go after Carl. He's just had too much to drink, man. So shut the fuck up. Oh, shit, man. About to kill each other. You Nazi bastard. Oh, yeah. Best thing you can do, Chris, here is fucking tell ask Burke to fucking leave. So Reagan pretending to be asleep. She ain't fucking asleep, man. Look at her. Seems the motherly, like one eyes. Oh, look, see. Fucking hell, man. Fucking hell, Burke. He cleaned up tonight, didn't he? He took all the fucking wine and some. Fucking hell. How's this? How's this guy a fucking director? Yeah, just leave, leave. He's about to say something, leave, leave. Yeah, I do enjoy the fashion, 1970s fashion. Very cool. It's a little sing song around the piano. They've all had too much to drink, but it's fine. It's a gathering. Your idea of heaven. Well, Reagan's about to reveal her idea of hell, mate. Do you want to look on? Yeah, she's about to come in here, isn't she? The camera just starts slowly moving backwards. Nice shot, this, because this is all in one shot from her, freaking. Yeah. Here's Reagan. Oh, fuck me. 
That's the line you're going to die up there. Oh, he's referring to that guy there. Now she's peeing herself. How fucking civilised your daughter is, Chris. Yeah, Chris, put her in a fucking straitjacket. She's out of control. Demons, I'm just going to piss on the ground. How uncivilised. Yeah, so it's it's escalating, isn't it? Uh, the key thing for me here is um, sort of how silent Reagan, Reagan is. And her eyes just seem a little bit distant. Oh shit, what's wrong with me? Kind of see it in Chris's eyes. Not that she looks a little bit helpless, but she's like, what is going on here? Something ain't right. Yeah, the pills ain't fucking working. Demons, oh, I love these pills. Oh, popping pills, baby. Shit. Ah. Don't we get our first moment. Proper moment. So she's about to head back downstairs. I think he cues in here. So the maid's cleaning up the pee stain. Here we go. Oh shit. Mother! Time for some rocking bed action. Look at this shit. Fucking hell, man. Totally believable, isn't it? Obviously, they're shaking the bed for real. Chris and Reagan just hanging on. Yeah, fuck me, man. Not natural at all, you know? So how's that occurring? It's not as if Reagan's got any kind of like power to do that. So what is it, man? Supernatural elements at play. So are these like the living quarters of the uh, priests? So this is Karras's, um sort of like digs, I guess. He's eating the scotch. Yeah, it's a lot on his mind, man. He feels like he's fucked up with his mother. Questioning his faith. Yeah, it's just no let up. Yeah, he just looks tired, doesn't he? Run down. I love this, like, interior space. Oh, Karrison. Yeah, it feels like lived in, you know? He definitely seems to be a guy. He doesn't seem to have a lot of money. Why are they paying these priests? Priests and a fucking psychiatrist. They need to raise his fucking salary. He should have had it. He should have mentioned it. It's like, I can't tend to my mother, you pricks. You need to start paying me more money, you know? See if they can help out. So nice. Oh, it's the iconic dream sequence. Do you know what, guys? I'm going to let this play out. Yeah, I'll let this play out. I've made some notes. This is iconic. So watch this. Proper dream sequences. Lots of symbolism. So that's the medal necklace from earlier. Dogs of War. There's the mother and the clock. So imagery we perceived earlier on in the movie. 
Kind of like it how the mother's rising upwards. Karis looking on, helpless, silent. Yes, it's wonderful, man. Oh, and the demon's face, and now the mother's descending. I mean, the way to read this is descending into hell, isn't it? Karis helpless, necklace falling. And the sound cue, as I said, going from silence to like super intense sounds. So Reagan, oh, oh, you fucking bastard, yeah, baby. So yeah, that's just a wonderful dream sequence, I've got to say. I love, I hope you picked up on it. It's just, you can hear the faint sound of Karis breathing. It's very natural when you're obviously in a dream state for your body to still be functioning. Yeah, it's just a beautifully handled moment. Um, I'd almost put it on par with, uh, I think it's Rosemary's first dream sequence in Rosemary's Baby. Or the whole elaborate moment where the devil has his wicked way with her. Yeah, I very much... um, see these two movies obviously The Exorcist and Rosemary Baby the way they handle like dream moments very very similar and really well played yeah just an additional notes I've made regarding Karis's dream so yeah stuff I've basically already mentioned so Karis's dream symbolises so images from the opening so yeah as I said Dogs of War Fallen Necklace Medal and basically, symbolising, again, I've mentioned this earlier, I see aligning himself with Merrin and placing them both on a pathway towards the uh, demon or facing the demon. Yeah, it's bringing all of the elements into play, you know. A kind of creepy as well, because you've got to assume, like, the demon's looking on, like, observing... Karis's dream so he's obviously going to use the deceased mother figure as like weaponry in regards to like attacking Karis later on yes fantastic I've got to say oh shit so you can already see it a little bit in um Reagan's face yeah sort of like the physical slow physical transformation so what are they doing here? It's not a fucking brain scan. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can just already see subtle changes in her face. It's the lips as well. The lips seem dry. Oh, shit, Regan. Demons inside. Oh shit! I better remain silent. Uh, let's not let on that I'm controlling this fucking vessel. So this is a pretty that's uh, a creepy procedure. But oh, just yeah, I don't like it. It's this fucking substance they're putting on her neck. Oh, here we go. 
I don't like fucking needles. I hate them. Why in her fucking neck? How rude. Oh, now we get some spurting blood action. Look. Mother's looking on. Oh, I really sell it there. I don't know the sprouting blood. Fuck me, I don't like any of this. See, I can deal with, like, some mushy peas action coming out of Reagan's mouth, but this shit, I have to look away. I guess this is potentially stuff you can relate to, you know? Oh, God. Don't like blood. Don't like it. I only like mushy peas, I tell you. No, I don't actually like mushy peas. We'll get to it later. When it fucking escalates. So what is it now? Brain scan? Made a fucking mess here, haven't they? Brain activity? Fucking hell, man. It's like a fucking shock treatment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so brain activity. All looks pretty clear right now. I really like the uh, pacing to this. Again, a docu-realism. It, it's just the way it's edited photographed and the performances are very very realistic I gotta say urgent oh what is it now fuck me more fucking pro oh, look the assistant oh it's kicking off upstairs fuck me man spasms uh no I mean, she's spazzing out right now. Here we go. I kind of cool that they get to see it, you know? So it's not just Chris. Oh, shit. I'll make it stop. Burning. Oh, shit. Ooh. Great line coming up here. It's flipping up and down. Yeah, I love this moment. Oh, eyes have rolled back. Whitened eyes and the devil's gurgling sound. Ah, keep away. Oh, it's mine. Oh, fuck me. Uh, I'll get arrested if I start touching you, love. Get back. I'm too old for her. <laughs> Fucking hell, Reagan. Oh. Fucking hell, man. Get her in a fucking straitjacket. Yeah, pump her. Pump her full of that shit. Sound cut, yeah? Here we go. Look at that. Beautiful, man. Yeah, the stillness and the intense moments. As I said, the, the film lets the viewer breathe, you know? Can digest all of this, you know? Let it sit and set. Process stuff, you know? It's not something they can explain. 
Abnormal strength. Fuck off, mate. See, a couple of the shots. I think the, the initial shot on the bed, it suddenly looked like a body double, didn't it? it looked, Reagan looked a little bit like... Longer, bigger, taller. Yeah, so I wonder if that was... Um, I don't know. Yeah, technically probably a stunt double. Reagan double, I guess. Temporal low bullshit. It's fucking possession, mate. Yeah, I do like Chris, man. She's like, look, either you do something or I'll go to somebody higher up. Uh, so at the moment, all we're getting is the split personality angle. They're not mentioning the term possession. But we're kind of like in the middle part of like assessing Reagan. Yeah, I love the progression. So you start with a GP and then you end up with the fucking priest. And obviously Marin and Karis. Full exorcism. So their dialogue's very believable. I mean, they're paid medical professionals. Fucking hell now, what are they doing here? Fucking shock treatment, eh? There's nothing going on with the brain, man. Oh, Chris, baby. What are you wearing now? Got like her head piece neck scarf. Something tied around her head. She looks wonderful, doesn't she? Yeah, I do enjoy Ellen Burstyn's performance right now. The desperation is starting to kick in. Totally believable. I mean, she's a mother. Cares for her daughter. It's like, what if you do something? Or I'll seek further help, you know? Longer it continues, I mean, where are we moving to? So just coming up to about an hour. As I said, that I really enjoy this movie. Don't have to take its time, but it doesn't feel long, you know. Yeah, it's just one of the great horror movies. Oops, can I call it a horror? Mo- yes, it, to me, it's a horror movie. It's always been a horror movie, you know. Very realistic horror movie, I gotta say. Oh, good. Oh, shit. What's happened here? Is it a fucking body? It's a mass gathering police, people. Oh, it's the steps. Iconic steps. So, Chris. God, man, she's just swimming in money. i got to say, here we go. So, we're going to get another subliminal shot of the demon here. I don't think this works at all. Yeah, this moment's a little bit hokey for me. Not needed. So, again, guys. It's coming up here. Here we go. Lights are out. Flickering. Chris. Looking around. There it is. Naff. Naff, I've got to say. Probably the weakest part of the entire movie. Yeah, it's not needed, man. Just let's kind of like superimposed, you know. Oh, shit. The window's open. Well, obviously. 
Reagan's just launched Burke Dennings' fucking carcass, isn't he? Down the fucking steps. Bloody fucking mess. Dead. Yeah, she had a little bit, little slap and tickle with old Burke Dennings. So you're not my stand-in father. I'll kill your ass, mate. Yeah, they're really sullenly, like... You feel like the room's getting a lot colder now. I know the window is just open, but... Yeah, so not just like physical changes in Reagan, but again, the the room seems to be altering, you know? Oh, I like that lingering shot on the door, I've got to say. So Chris sent half grilling, like the assistants, house folk, the maid, Carl. It's like, look people you need to be doing your job i.e. keep a fucking eye on her you know oh shit so got some bad news it's Burke Dennings love took a tumble <laughs> shit nice performances here oh shit Chris is like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Nice, nice moments. Ah, she's losing her fucking mind. It's like, well, if it's just one thing with my daughter, now the fucking director's dead. Yeah, see, so I'll see Burke Dennings at a moment. With Reagan in the bedroom. We don't need to see it. Oh, here comes Reagan. Oh, shit. Spinning up. Oh, it's trickling out of her. Oh, fuck me, baby. Upside down, sort of like spider walk. Added sequence. Nice. Oh, I love this moment. Bit of hypnosis. Yeah, look at Reagan's face here. Still, the eyes don't seem right. Oh, and the voice, bit off centre. Twelve. So, Captain Aldi, so we've got at play here, I guess... Is it hypnosis combined with, like, psychiatry? That fucking picture in the background out of focus. So he's about, he's going to try and reach the presence inside of her. This is so good. Look at the look at the performances here. Camera work. Oh, he's bringing the demon forward. Oh, photograph. Oh, here's the demon. He's not going to be happy. Would you be bringing me out soon? Oh, there's a foul stench in the room. Oh, here he is. I don't answer to you, mate. You dickhead. Oh, 
grabbing his fucking crotch. Nice camera shot coming up here. Love that. Falling downwards. Fucking hell, Reagan. She's molesting him. Ah! Again, the sound shift. It's the next day with Karis. God, man, it's so good. Ah, oh, loving it. Father Karis hitting the range, the running range. So, new character introduction. So, we have coming into play our Lee J. Cobb, Lieutenant Kinderman. Very good. Well cast. Not in the movie that much, but very, very memorable, I've got to say. So it's kind of nice now, get the whole like detective angle, because obviously we've got the whole situation with uh, Burke Dennings, now deceased. So obviously Kinderman's going to be asking questions, potentially going around to the house. Not grilling Chris McNeil, but yeah, thinking, right, when did you last see him? I hear he come around to see your daughter, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get all of that, so that's kind of cool. I love the sweat on uh, Jason Miller's face. Yeah, very, very believable, got to say. Love his Georgetown University jacket. It's just a really cool location to set a story in, i got to say. And I like how they've technically, a lot of it is filmed within Georgetown. Yeah, pretty much majority of the movie is photographed there. Obviously, when you get inside the house, that's when you're going to start... Um, it's obviously shooting stuff. And there's no doubt about it. Reagan's bedroom's a set in it. Because they're constantly having to change it. For different scenarios and sequences. Fell down the steps mate. The iconic steps. Pushed out the fucking window by Reagan mate. And his head. Oh shit, man. They 180'd his fucking head. He's fucking noggin. How fucking rude. Hmm. So, a potential murder at play. Very nice. Ah, uh, so he's essentially linking the desecration in the church with Dennings' murder. Yeah, obviously I have I've listened to the audiobook recently. There's a lot more of this at play in the uh, novel, i.e. there is other shit going on throughout Georgetown to suggest that there are not like secret societies, but cultish action. Not devil worshippers, but there seems to be individuals dabbling in things they shouldn't be, you know? Potentially, again, queuing in the uh, demon. 
Yeah, because you can't just assume it's just a random occurrence, i.e. Reagan firing up the Ouija board and the demons come into play. I do believe the demons potentially cued in from other areas and angles, you know, other individuals, you know. So, yeah, the whole idea of, like, black mass and secret gatherings, yeah, kind of makes sense. But I kind of like it how it's sort of only loosely suggested and touched upon. Certainly in the movie, it's it's barely mentioned, but you, you kind of get a feel. I think more so in the book that, oh, shit. Okay. So there are these other elements throughout Georgetown. Kind of like it. So obviously, Kinderman and Karras, a shared love of cinema. Kind of cool. Yeah, 1970s, well and truly the uh, golden period for cinema, I've got to say, you know. Ha <laughs> I'm a priest, man, I'm needed. So a nice little interaction. So Baringer Clinic and Foundation. More fucking tests on Reagan. Oh, she's oh she's out of control. Look at her. Face is all fucking severed. Look at her lips, man. Dry. Ugh. Yeah, nice use of makeup here, I gotta say. Body's been invaded. This doesn't sound good, Doc. Oh, so they got them all out. A mass gathering of fucking medical professionals. And none of them can give Chris an answer. Oh, they want to keep her inside. Oh, they don't have answers for any of this shit, Chris. This is above and beyond what they're trained to deal with. He's going to suggest something now. Look. Look at him. Didn't want to bring it up. But there is one alternative option. Fucking hell. Shock treatment. <laughs> Here we go. Exorcism, fuck me, man. It's an ancient practice. It's not something they deal with, but if you're out of options, last resort, I mean, a lot of the signs point towards it, so they, they would be aware of it, but... Yeah, Chris is like, are you fucking kidding me? Are we really here right now with this? <laughs> Witch doctor. Yeah, look, it's like, well, it's maybe something you should consider. 
So back at the house. Where's Reagan to? Is she with him? Is she in the back? Don't tell me she's upstairs again. Playing in her fucking bedroom. Oh, she's got Reagan with her. Sedated for now. God, she's so fucking rich, isn't she, old Chris McNeil? Look at this fucking house, man. Unbelievable. Oh, here's the iconic steps in Georgetown. So Kinderman. So Dennings took a tumble down these steps. It's really cool because the Reagan's bedroom window, you jump out and you're hitting those steps immediately downwards. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, i got to say. Oh, is that a crucifix under her fucking pillow? Oh, cutting with Kinderman. I like it. Nice editing here. Yeah, so these are obviously real steps in Georgetown. What a wonderful location to visit. Oh, maybe at some point I'll do this, man. I'd be freaking out, though. It's like it's the fucking exorcist. Ah, so what is this? It's not that fucking statue from earlier, is it? Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking hell. Oh. Yeah, I kind of like all of this. Chris is like... Starting to not trust her servants. So, did you put it in there, Carl? She wants to know. Is somebody fucking with me? So, Kinderman's going up the steps here. And I'll see this leads up to the reveal of the bedroom window. Yeah, look at this, man. Oh, Chris wants answers. Somebody must have put it there. Jesus, son. So it's hard to say who put the crucifix underneath our pillow because it couldn't have been the fucking demon. What's the demon? Demon's not going to want the fucking crucifix. Maybe it was Reagan's plea for help. Final cry. Hard to say, isn't it? So Kinderman. As I said, he's just wandering about outside. He's trying to piece together the puzzle here, right? What exactly happened? Because you can't assume that to say that Dennings fell down those steps in an accidental way. So just to know, it's probably good to mention this. So apparently throughout production, oh, William Freakin. He was a bit of a maniac on set. Apparently he was firing guns on set. And I think probably to keep the cast and crew on edge. Because you definitely see it in the performances. They're very um, very intense, very measured, um, very controlled. So yeah, I do believe... Um, yeah, old freaking. He's just keeping the uh, actors and crew on on their toes so to speak so i kind of like that you know gotta take the material seriously so 
something uh, something with a lot of fucking power killed and then pushed okay apart from your daughter it's hard to say when you see Chris's reaction here if you're thinking is she thinking it's her daughter yeah, you can't read her face at all here, I've got to say. Dunno, yeah, it's hard to read her, right? She's looking away. Yeah, maybe, maybe. She's thinking, oh God, was it fucking Reagan? Or the thing inside of Reagan, whatever it is. But obviously what the demon's done here in regards to like Dennings, he's he's played upon Reagan's fear of Dennings, i.e. I don't know, was Reagan earlier in the movie sort of like, oh, so Burke Dennings, he's not going to replace my father, is he mother? That kind of angle. So the demons just sort of escalate, oh, it's Dennings, oh, right, let me end him for you, so to speak, you know. As I said, that's the whole idea. That's what the demon's about. It's, as I said, it's a constant psychological attack with every sort of character it interacts with, you know? Oh, cute. Yeah, so Kinderman... <laughs> He's ringing up the door. He kind of wants more information about her. So it's kind of interesting now. Like, not that Chris needs to reveal this information to um, Kinderman, but obviously the fact that the daughter's having all of these tests and she's potentially seeing these, all these supernatural shit occurring in the bedroom. Yeah, she's not letting on to Kinder, but she's probably concerned, like, oh, I don't want him pointing the finger at my daughter, you know? Get her fucking arrested or charged for murder or whatever it may be, you know? Oh, he's asking for an autograph. So she's obviously a recognisable face within the sort of like filmic world within this actual movie oh yeah mate kinderman is that with a k so you have to say so we're about coming up to about an hour and 20 again slow build you know taking its time We've had moments, but nothing, nothing sustained, you know, just a little light moments, but yeah, taking its time. I really enjoy it. So if I recall right here, the moment he leaves, here we go. Look, it's like the demon was waiting. It's coming in here. You know it. It's like the demon's aware of everything that's occurring within the house. Just sort of watching from above. Here we go. 
Yeah, rattling, screaming. You bitch! Oh shit, baby. Wow. Trash in the bedroom. Oh shit, with the crucifix. Oh fuck me, Jesus. Oh no. Oh, hello, mother. Let me smother you in fucking blood. Yeah, you're gonna taste it, you bitch. Okay now, man. Lick me. Lick me. Strawberry fucking jam. Slap you around the face, you slut. Wow, what performances. Oh, shit, man. Telekinetic powers. They're moving shit around the fucking bedroom. Oh, I get a hideous Burke Dennings moment here, look. Rotated head. Your cunting daughter. Fucking hell, man. It's unreal. Sakaris ascending again. Yeah, get a lot of shots throughout the movie of like Karis ascending, going up steps, symbolism. Love it, man. I absolutely love it. Just smart film, intelligent filmmaking. So here we go now. Chris is like, I'm done with the GPs, the psychs, the scans. There's fucking priests I need. Yeah, so she's going to Karis. It's so technically meeting for the first time, but they're obviously aware of each other. Yeah, look at that bruising on fucking Chris's face, man. Fuck me. She got royally fucking whacked by the uh, Reagan slash demon. Nice sequence, they're sort of playing out in one shot. I get a little cut here, but letting the performances play. Out. So he doesn't know anything about everything that's been going on. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Confidential information, I guess, you know. I guess it's not within their nature to speculate, you know. She almost don't want to say it, you know. How would you go about getting her exorcism? She's hesitant. I guess more so, she's like, oh, if I say it, he's probably just going to shoot me down. Just walk off. Here we go. Yeah, did I hear you correctly? That's not a time you just throw out randomly. Ha <laughs> ha So again, this is more of his uh, psychiatrist training kicking in there, like, nah. Yeah, 
Haven't you met Father Marin, mate? So in a situation like this, Chris is like, look, I need you to come round to the house. And if you don't believe what I say right, if you're not believing what you're hearing right, you need to see it for yourself. It's that kind of like, until Clara sees it for himself, it really don't matter what she says here. However, like teary-eyed she's getting, you know. He needs some fucking evidence, Chris, you know. Chris, just say, look, come over, all right? If you want to put on your fucking psychiatry fucking robes, fine. Just come round to the house, you know. Yeah, you'll do this. You see, uh, she's not, she's not acting here, you know. Yeah, I do enjoy the stillness of the house right now. And it's the stillness in the performances. You can hear the fucking breathing upstairs. The whining fucking breathing of fucking Ray. Well, it's not fucking, it's the fucking demon. Yeah. So Carl, it's <coughs> Carl just sort of sat outside. So Karis, baby, let's introduce you to the fucking bedroom, son. Oh, fuck me, man. What is this? What is this in bed? Shit. You've been busy at play, demon. Oh, no. Won't be loosening any straps, bitch. Who are you? Introductions. This is awesome. Oh, yeah. You're the devil. Karis. Inside. Chilling, son. <laughs> Wow, baby. Karis is like, oh. So he's mentioned the altar boy and he's mentioned the mother. Karis is like, okay. Okie dokie. Yeah. Say it. Say the name. Oh, yeah. It's a staring contest. Oh, shit. Oh, that's some mushy peas, mate, yeah? You like mushy peas? Fucking grim, innit? Spurted in his fucking... Look at it, it's coming out of our fucking mouth. Fucking hell, man. So I kind of like how Karras is still sort of cool as a cucumber. He's not... I mean... He's got to be questioning, how the fuck? So she brought up, she imitated that voice of the fucking bum in the subway. How is that possible? Because that was just like a private interaction, me and him. And then obviously brought up his uh, mother. Hmm. So he's probably, he's going to obviously just sort of briefly run this pie, Chris, you know? 
Oh, at least he's cleaned up his top. Yeah, we're out of options. You're like the last resort, mate. So what evidence do you fucking need? Okay, yeah, here we go. It's the multiple voices, isn't it? There aren't any. Well, there is one. Was he on a plane right now? Is he still in fucking Iraq? So the devil himself. Yeah, it's hard to... I just obviously read this movie as it just being a demon. I don't think it's the actual devil. It's, uh, as I said, there's probably many fucking demons out there. Not that I believe in any of this shit, but if you're going to read it that way, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's hard for a little girl to imitate a lot of this shit, you know? It's like heightened strength, moving shit around the bedroom, telekinetic powers, alterations in her voice, you know. So here we go, Karis is going to mention it here, regarding his mother. So she didn't know, okay. No. Yes. Did Reagan? No. Okay. Is that a confirmation for Karis? Ah, yeah. It's hard to say how you read that moment. Hmm. It's nicely played, though, I've got to say. So we... Karis, okay. Music's changing a little bit. Ah, uh, Kinderman's watching on. So he's sort of monitoring the house. You get the shadow by the window. Kind of nice. Yeah, very cool. Okay, more fucking tests. Ah, so Karis is doing the... Ah, he's, he's checking out Reagan's voice. Kind of like, sort of like dictaphone sequence, I guess. Yeah, nice interior space. He's got the place to himself. I love it how Karras is like, getting like multiple Karras's reflected. Yeah, it kind of works well if you, you look at, if you listen to this sequence, i.e. he's searching for like, variations in the voices and you're getting that in this reflection here. I kind of like it. Yeah, you got to say, freaking throughout, you've he, got this incredible capacity to symbolise a lot just within like one shot, one frame. So it's hard to say, it's Karis, is he regaining his strength right now, or...? Hmm. He's looking pretty positive, I've got to say, in his eyes. 
I'm not saying there's a pep in his step, but... Hmm, it's hard to say. Yeah, is he still? I don't know. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'd love an exorcism, son. Plug me in. Bring us together, son. Did you like those mushy peas? I see you got a new shirt on, mate. Oh, oh sorry about that. Didn't realise you didn't like mushy peas, son. Look at the mess. Oh, look at that. I can uh, do it with my mind. Yeah. I did it, mate. I'll do it again. In time, you prick. Don't tell me what to do. Oh, Latin. Yeah. I used to translate this shit. A fucking demon, man. It's just constant fucking mockery, isn't it? Yeah, the, you got to say the makeup's out. Oh. It's already water, mate. Oh, keep that away from me, son. I don't like it. Oh, you dickhead. Oh, it burns. Burns as a turn. Wow, the sound is unfucking real, isn't it? Why well, comes the voice, multiple voices here. Look. So what is it? Fucking. Yeah. How many voices here? It's a combination of got like animal sounds, male, female, essentially voices backwards, Latin. Yeah, again a sound shift there. Intense to quiet. I love it, man. So what? Karras has got that all on tape. Oh, he needs to assess it, you know. Oh, you can't process any of that. It's just a jumbled fucking mess, isn't it? What does he say to Chris here? Are we getting anywhere? Dunno. Give me 24 hours, love. See what I can do. God, look at that bruising on her fucking... On her cheeks. She looks tired. It certainly looks like she's not getting a lot of sleep. Yeah, so you've got to say, this entire movie, for two-thirds, it's very much a slow build, and then it just goes off on one. I do love it, man. I think the structure is on point. Yeah, it's just impeccable filmmaking, right across the board. All elements functioning top-tier level, in my eyes. He wants it straight, man. It's a stiff fucking drink. Yeah, he may as well be open and honest here with um, Chris, you know. Father's nowhere to be seen. I mean, it's argument to say he's got a lot to answer for for all of this shit escalating, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, fuck the father, man. He's uh, fuck him. He's not needed here. So it's not as if the demon's got complete power then to read everything, all the like motivational angles. So obviously the demon couldn't tell that it wasn't uh, holy water. Okay. Guess the fear just kicked in. He saw, oh, it's a fucking priest. Holy water. Oh shit. I'm done for, you know? That kind of response. Don't know right now. That's what Chris is fearing. Karis is unsure. Here we go, look. What the fuck, man? There's no one in here. No one. It's English. What the fuck? Oh, it's in reverse. Fuck me. Let her die. I am no one. Does it say kill the priest? So the demon's a bit fearful. So, oh shit. She's saying fucking Marin. There we go. Play it again, Sam. I am no one. Uh, definitely Merrin, yeah, again, the sound cue's wonderful. So the demon's like fucking Merrin's coming. To feel his presence, choppering it in. Oh shit, what's going on here? Yeah, so if Karis needed any further confirmation, so the assistants called him over. Yeah, what is it now? Fucking hell, man. I love the the way they've lit the house. I gotta say, it's wonderful. So it's not a shouting session. What is it now? This this little bit of a uh, symbolism. Yeah, look at the interior of this bedroom. It's like a fucking fridge. So it's assumed the demons are in a little fucking snooze. So I think they created like a fake chest here. So this is obviously Linda Blair and then they've created this like fake chest. Very, very nice, I've got to say. Oh shit, there's markings on the chest. Oh, help me. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, that's really cool. A little cry from Reagan, I guess. So she's still in there. It's not completely done for. So Oscaris is going to... Does he need to speak to somebody? Oh my god. He needs to get a lot of this shit cleared. Here we go. All the signs point towards it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Split personality. Heightened physical power. I mean, markings on her fucking chest, you know. Also, the ability to, like, 
technically the demon read his mind, wasn't it? You know? Doing the voice of the subway bum and then obviously mentioning his mother, you know? Oh, no, I need the, the the best person for the job. There's only one man. Yeah, Marin. Let's go old school. So he's been back for like three or four months. Okay. He's writing his book. Nah, I can never put a price on experience, gents. Let's chopper his ass in. Ask, ass in. No expense spared. Months. What the fuck, man? Ah, here we go. So Marin is getting a like, sort of like a telegram here. You needed son. Yeah, really cool. Oh, demon's not gonna like this. He ain't gonna like it, is he, Timmy? Yeah. Come on, Marin. So are we about to get the iconic shot? Marin pulling up, bathed in light exterior oh look at that transition to the demon nose so fucking ill mirin's coming shit (laughs) here we go look at this man for cinematography one of the truly iconic moments in horror cinema look at this man look at the light in here this is just wonderful 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 yeah symbolism you gotta love it man Yeah, it's just gorgeous, man. Oh, demons, oh shit. It's him. Fuck me, man. Hey, Karras and Marin meeting. Oh, yeah. So the demon's aware that Marin's just entered. Fucking hell, man. Demon's getting fucking desperate. He's like, oh shit, it's him. No, can't be him. Anyone other than him. Fuck me. Yeah, what I love about the character of Merrin, there's never one moment where he's sort of doubting his own faith. Yeah, he is like a next level priest, man. Hard as fucking nails. The only issue is he's in his latter stages of life. <laughs> so it's like, fuck me, man. Can Marin see this through, you know? Because you obviously got the youthful nature of Karis, but again, he's sort of doubting his faith. Nice shot of the crucifix there. Yeah, beautiful. So Marin's saying a little prayer, and Chris has fixed him a, a brew. She's very respectful, isn't she, the priest, I've got to say. Now, she just wants her, wants her daughter to get better, you know. Yeah, do you want something a little bit stronger? 
<laughs> kind of nice little moment that from uh, Merrin. Still able to uh, get in the narration. Oh, attack's going to be psychological, son. Coming at you from all angles. He's a liar. He's only got one fucking voice, right? I mean, you know, not impersonating people. Don't believe him. Horseshit, son. Yeah? Just bought my fucking gowns. Nice shot of Chris. Just sat. Distant. Vacant. Yeah. Great shots, yeah. Now, Merrin's totally right. Don't listen to his fucking lies. That's just one son. Yeah, it's only one. True. Fucking hell, man. So everybody's waiting outside. Fuck me. Just see the desperation in Chris's eyes. Beautiful from Ellen Burstyn. Teresa. Ah, he's good. He's good-natured, old uh, Marin, i got to say. Here we go, fucking hell. Strap yourselves in. The room's a fucking fridge. Oh, Reagan's ready for it, then. Iron up Karras and Merrin. Fucking hell, man. Nice shot of uh, Karras there. Just looking on. Yeah, stakes are pretty high. Don't get... Oh, yeah. Don't get more important than this, i got to say. It's all good versus evil, right? Yeah. Oh, cock up the ass, eh? Don't listen to him. Yeah, cocksucker, shut up. Stop talking. Profound fucking nonsense. Mirren's like, you be launching fucking mushy peas at me, bitch. I love it. I'll keep my fell right of excess. Yeah, spit in my face. I don't care. Taste it. I've seen it all, love. I had one excess one time. They plopped a turd on my head and I just kept going. I mean, you can attempt it, but you ain't going to be getting me. I'm next level, bitch. Yeah, it's working already, you can tell. Thing is, the demon's got a box of fucking tricks. Here we go. God, I love the breath, man. Fuck me. It's unreal. Kind of like Karis at the moment. It's just so... He's... He looks nervous, I've got to say. I think he would be. Demon's getting desperate. Cock's in hell, Karis. Profound nonsense. Don't listen to it. Oh, shit. See, the demon is like, right, I can't break Merrin, so the target's got to be Karis, man. Yeah, Merrin, don't break eye contact with the fucking demon. Karis, though, he's looking about. Shit. Yeah, real fucking struggle at play here, I guess. This is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, you keep screaming, demon. 
Yeah, this is fantastic. Oh, use the middle name. A demon didn't like that. Yeah, spraying with that holy water, son. Come on, get involved, Karis. Keep looking on, mate. So this is just like paint. Oh, levitation bed. Fuck me, man. It's not something you see every day. Fucking hell. Yeah, Karis, stop getting caught up in the moment. Recite the lines. Yeah, it's all about the text. What you're seeing in front of you, don't believe it. Oh, nice subliminal shots here. Get the demon's face. There it is. Love it. Yeah, fucking wonderful. Oh, yeah. Keep... Oh, tongue in. Oh, yeah. Riven in fucking agony. Love it. Yeah, Merrin is fucking up this demon. A treat. Oh, times of some more mushy peas. Look, look, trickling out of his. Look at the fucking eyes, man. Yellow eye. Ugh. Get a bowl, lads. Get a spoon. Taste some fucking mushy peas and taste good. Oh, fucking hell, man. Pretty fucking grim, I gotta say. Wow, it's hot. Oh, yeah. Flapping the blinds. Yeah, well done, demon. That laughs desperation. Definitely. Does the demon sort of like, does it know it's done for? I mean, it's, without doubt, it's fearing Merrin big time here. Yeah. Oh, Merrin's about to fucking die. Oh, shit. You're sticking up me fucking... Uh, oh, shit. Wall's crackling. Oh, yes. Fucking hell, man. Shit's in that. Fuck him. Fuck him up the ass, Karis. <laughs> yeah, look at the demon backing away. I'll quell your spirit. Oh. Oh, here we go. This is a beautiful shot. Ah, rotating head. Great sort of practical effect here. Yeah, very believable. Wow, look at this, son. Oh, yeah, so going that Karis, mother... Guilt, mother guilt. Hit Karis, hit Karis. Demon's getting desperate. Can't break Marin. Got to get to Karis. Wow, breaking the straps. Eyes are rolling back. Oh, levitation. Floating upwards. Fuck me, man. Yeah, so you do kind of wonder what's, what is occurring right now with the demon inside of Reagan. They're sort of manifest in this moment. Oh, 
I mean, it's a real struggle for, like, obviously, power. Excuse the pun. Yeah, it's the demon, like, look. I can keep the body levitated. Can you bring her back down? Yeah, look at it. Yeah, fucking Merrin's will will not be broken here. Yeah, the demon can't... Yeah, the demon can't fight Merrin. Yeah, I like Karis is getting into it now. Fucking hell. Yeah, don't you deny him, son. The text don't fucking lie, demon. <laughs> fucking hell, what a performance from Max Avon Sidao. Look at that conviction in the fucking light. Oh, yeah, hammering fucking Karis. Demon's so fucking dead. Demon just wants Karis alone. It's like, get Merrin away from me. He's fucking me up. The blood of the matters. Fucking gorgeous, son. Oh, symbolism here. Watch this fucking shot. Oh, Reagan stretching out and then getting the reveal of the statue from Iraq and the backlighting. If I get a chance, guys, I'll drop it in that moment. Oh, yeah, it's just fucking unreal, isn't it? So if you're reading this as a boxing match, <laughs> this is like about up to round fucking six. You put Merrin slightly ahead of the demon, but uh, certainly the demon's putting up a pretty good fight here, i got to say. Fucking hell, man. I kind of like all of these moments, though, because as I said, we've had the slow build, and now the film's putting the audience through the through the fucking ringer. It's got to be done. You've been building towards this, and freaking don't have to deliver on these sequences. I gotta say, I think a lot of people do The Exorcist a disservice now when you watch it sort of in twenty. 22 a lot of people just laugh at it and go oh, that's fucking nonsense but i think you need to realize sort of put yourself back in like back in like 1973 i think um certainly at that time audiences had never seen anything like this you know and i think the film don't half hold up yeah i think it's a remarkable achievement i've got to say it's great light in here so the two priests. Yeah, Merrin's very aware of what the demon's trying to do, i.e. put a wedge between these two. As Merrin said though earlier on, don't don't listen to it. It's just fellow lies. I do enjoy the stages of Karras throughout the exorcism. He's really... You 
definitely feel his internal struggle as well, you know. Oh shit. So I think Marin's fucked off into the bar. He needs to pop some pills. Oh shit, and Karis. Gonna go back in the room. Oh no. Oh, what's on the bed, Karis? Oh shit. Looks like Marin's on the brink of a fucking heart attack here. Fucking shaking. Oh shit. Karis. Oh, it's the fucking mother. Eerie fucking shot, innit? Karis, what did Marin say? The psychological attack was gonna be personal. Oh god, it's the devil's tricks. The devil knows it's like I wanna fucking use the mother, man. Oh shit. I'm gonna start imitating her voice here. Why'd you leave me, DB? Yeah, look at it. Karis can't control himself here. Totally believable. You're not my mother! Yeah, put in some fucking earbuds, man. Fucking nonsense. Stop talking. So at least Marin's back in. So what's going on? Is she breathing? What's happening? What is it? Her heart. Oh, he's had enough luck. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, Marin's like, take five, get out, leave the room. You're not in a fit state to fight this battle. Clever ploy, though, this from the... De I mean, either way for the demon, i.e. if you can split him up... Because technically, he can still get at Marin in a physical way. If Karras is not in the room. So it's a good ploy, I've got to say. So this is the end of fucking Marin now. How unfortunate. He kind of got the impression, though, that he didn't have long left to live anyway, so... Yeah, I've got to say, the breath, man. You just constantly see the breath in this space. kind of enjoy how they drive home this element of like coldness because normally you'd associate like a demon sort of like coming from hell with like fire so I kind of like the angle of like this chilling coldness I think it's really really effective so it's a nice little like calm moment but oh, we're about to move into another stage obviously there are many stages throughout the text in regards to conducting a exorcism. I mean, 
I guess at any moment uh, you could prevail. Yeah, it really, I guess it. But I guess each, yeah, different. Every scenario is different. You'd imagine, you know. Oh, time for a prayer. So back with uh, Karis. So this is a nice moment here. Because you're starting to question like Karis just had his outburst. Is he done for? Yeah, now Chris. Just a little reminder here. Yeah. Yeah, this is what Karis needed to hear. Look, conviction's back in his eyes. Yeah, he's just been reminded, like, oh, shit, man, the mother, the daughter, what's at stake? And now he's ascending for the last time. Symbolism is unfucking real I've got to say. Oh, fuck me, and now it's Kinderman. <laughs> How unfortunate, because obviously this is it. For Karis and Merrin. And then Kinderman turns out. I like this shot of Kinderman here. Kind of like a little bit of low light and still camera just moving in. Yeah, very cool. Oh shit. Merrin's fucking dead. Yeah, so it's hard to say. Did Reagan, the demon, just bump him over the fucking head? Did he have the heart attack? Because you didn't hear any shouting. Or did... Did Merrin just die there and there? Now, you've got to assume it's something the demon... The demon's just looking on like a fucking tit. In its, like, mocking way. Karis is about to turn to fucking rage now, look. Oh, demon's like, oh, how unfortunate he took a tumble, son. Oh, you prick. What are you doing? Got me in a fucking headlock. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you be hitting me. Oh, you mushy peas again, son. Don't you be strangling. Get off me, you prick. You stick my cock up your ass. Up my ass. Grabbing his fucking um, medal. Oh, it's inside Karis. Shit. Oh, did Karis just see his mother? Yeah, it's inside Karis. It's out of Karis now. And out the window. Down the steps. Wow, what visuals, man. Kind of looks like they actually dropped the camera down these steps. And there was this stunt guy. So, the demon's out of Reagan. Kinderman. Chris. Broken glass. Oh, and Karis. Bloody fucking corpse. So, reading this sequence, the demon's out. God knows where it is, but it's out of both. It's not in Reagan, and obviously Karis is fucking dead. Police are turning up. Merrin's dead. Kinderman's like, uh, I'm only a detective. Help. Oh, last rites for old Karis. Who you'd imagine is fucking dead here. Can't still be alive. Look at the fucking blood. Very 1970s, isn't it? It doesn't look real. Looks like fucking paint. I brought this up in other commentaries regarding 
the use of blood throughout the 70s. Yeah, though it's never looked quite believable, I gotta say. Yeah, nice moment. Shaking hand, good performance. Nomni crossover, son, be at peace. Wow, nice aerial shot. And the steps, well, days next, days after our to know passage of time, obviously leaving. So it's probably been, yeah, maybe a few weeks, I guess. So they're boxing up. Yeah, this makes total sense. They want to leave this home. Too many bad memories, you know. Fucking hell, Chris. What you got on here, love? Fucking hell. Our fucking rich-ass gloves. So this is the assistant got this fucking metal necklace thing. Did she find it? Okay. Yeah, she doesn't have to look very... She looks very glamorous here, doesn't she? Old Chris McNeil, I've got to say. So, yeah, the assistant's not coming with her. Again, maybe the scars run too deep. So the priest is looking on, and they're leaving. So where's Reagan to? Oh, Chris is like, oh, she looks a little bit like, oh, God, it's a priest. I just want to forget about all of this. You know, that kind of reaction. Oh, hello, father. God, look at her fucking clothing, man. She dresses like fucking royalty. So Reagan's got no recoll recollection of any of it. Look at her the scars on her face, so just healing up. She definitely looks a little bit old. Like the whole experience is definitely aged to Reagan, I've got to say. Oh, what's she looking at? Oh, yes, it's a priest. Oh, she could give him a kiss. I don't know without re oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Is it over? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't fucking know. Still feel like the demon's lurking somewhere, I've got to say. Do you know what, guys? I've never seen The Exorcist Part 2. I hear it's fucking awful. I've never, ever seen it. I don't think I'll ever check it out. I mean, part 3 is amazing. Legion. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking. I've got that on Blu-ray. It's wonderful, Legion. You get more of Blatty's involvement there because you'll see directs. Um, so I kind of like it. Kind of different to like, the original masterpiece, but I'd almost put it on par with the, with this movie. Uh Exorcist. There are a couple of versions. Obviously, you've got the Legion cut and yeah, various other versions. So I will check that out at some point. So that's kind of cool. How the priest told her to keep the fucking uh, necklace. That Reagan wave is kind of nice. Yeah, that almost suggests that she's fine. I guess. So life continues. You know, you got to move on. Prospect, isn't it Prospect Street? Oh, just going to reference the uh, boarded up window one last time and the steps. Yeah, very cool.
Yeah, as I said, as I mentioned throughout, the juxtaposition between loud and quiet moments is just really, really good. It's just beautifully paced, i got to say. So kind of cool. Kinderman didn't take it any further. I think he realised that, yeah, this is something beyond me, you know. Technically, maybe reading between the lines going, yeah, maybe this is a whole fucking possession thing. This is not something I need to be following up with, you know. Do you like movies? Yeah. So kind of like the memory of Karis living on here. Because he had a, a love of cinema. And it's getting reflected here. So kind of nice to f- think that maybe these two start sort of like hanging out together. Kind of cool. Haha. <laughs> Follow me. It's a very nice film about to close. So there's no doubt about it. Music's kicking in. Tubular Bells and Red on Black, The Exorcist. Uh, Holds Up a Treat. Directed by William Freakin. Yeah, fantastic work. And Blatty's brilliant novel. Yeah, it's wonderful, i got to say. Yeah, it's one of the classics. Ellen Burst, yeah, the casting is just... Uh, you can't fault any of the... Perfor- There's not one performance that's weak throughout. My only one criticism of the entire film is that moment in the kitchen with the uh, demon face. That's it. Everything else is perfect. You know, that was just that one moment where I was like, mm, don't... Didn't quite work for me, but apart from that, perfect in my eyes. He enjoyed it. He's very creepy, but he was tilted. You see, I didn't get hit in the face by the mushy peas. It was all good. Yeah, so just moving forward, guys. Yeah, at some point, I'll be checking out uh, Exorcist 3, Legion, whatever you want to refer to it as. Yeah, I'll be getting to... Oh, Mercedes from Cambridge. She did the fucking voices, didn't she? Fucking hell, yeah. It's quite interesting when you watch the making of The Exorcist. She was, like, coming up with all these different techniques in regards to, like, altering her voice, like eating raw eggs, smoking like a chimney, drinking lots of alcohol... Yeah, so you get all that variation. Yeah, the voice feels so layered, doesn't it, as the demon? Yeah, truly terrifying, i got to say. So get music credits. Yeah, I really enjoy covering this. For a film that's almost 2 hours, 15 minutes, it doesn't have flyby. Yeah, I was, you're never bored throughout. So Mike Oldfield credit Tubular Bells. Yeah, that really sort of elevated him. The use of that music in this movie yeah it really you'd imagine it changed his career throughout because it's it's very much associated with this film isn't it old tubular bells but I think it worked really well you know so I think we're just winding down here so anybody who's enjoyed the commentary do consider giving me the thumbs up 
and also if you like horror movies do, do check out the content on my channel i do have a horror playlist so there may be something else on there that you may want to have a look at i cover many different horror films good and bad i'm all in i'm all in with everything men's wardrobe bill Beatty. brilliant mate technical advisors so reverend there's three of them really neat professor of radiology yeah i'd imagine they drafted in a few like consultants for all of like those medical sequences just to make sure they're uh conducting it in the correct man manner make it look believable on film kind of cool You'd imagine these credit sequences ain't going to be too long. It's 1973, isn't it? Not 2022, and credit sequences seem to go on for like an eternity. Yeah, we're winding down here. Kodak Motion Picture Products. Color Timer, Terry Hagger. Haggard. Video Master and Supervisors, William Freakin. Oh, yeah. So it's got a 2000 credit here. So this when this version was redone to so Time Warner. Brilliant, guys. I'm signing off. I'll be back again soon. <laughs>